Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Think Like a Lawyer Thursday. This is attorney Susan Ingalls. You can find me at Ingalls Angle on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get started. You come in here with a skull full of mush, and you leave thinking like a lawyer. In this episode, I want to talk about the extension of the foreclosure moratorium that just happened in August of 2020 um, under the CARES Act, which is the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. Um, There had been a moratorium on mortgage foreclosures on federally backed loans through August of 2020, and that has now been extended to December of 2020, so an additional four months of a moratorium for um, those of you who are struggling to get that mortgage paid with the problems created by the coronavirus. So what are federally backed uh, mortgage loans? Because those are the ones that it applies to. Uh, Those are going to be first or second mortgages on single-family homes, one to four, um, and they are backed by the following federal agencies, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, the VA, USDA, and then also FHA, including uh, certain uh, reverse mortgages and mortgages under the Indian Home Loan Act. Uh, under FHA. So how do you find out if you have one of those if you don't know? Well, especially for the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, it's real easy. You just go to um, Google and type in, does Fannie Mae own my loan or does Freddie Mac own my loan? And that's a real quick and easy way to check and see if you have that type of federally backed uh, loan. Also, of course, you can just call your loan servicer and ask them. That's not always the most reliable way, um, but you can do it that way. You can also send what's called a request for information. Um, There's a law that requires, a federal law that requires your servicer to provide you with the identity of the owner of your loan in 10 days when you ask for it uh, by sending them a request for information. Now, there is a specific address where you send that, and that should be on your account statement that you get every month for your mortgage. Um, You need to be sure and put your loan number, your name and address as well on the request, and just be specific. Make sure you send it to the right address put all that pertinent information, and say, provide me with the uh, owner, the identity of the owner of my lo- my mortgage loan. And that way you can get that information and uh, reassure yourself that that mortgage foreclosure moratorium does apply to you. So um, the moratorium is one type of relief And the other is um, some rules on forbearance of your mortgage payments. But let's first talk talk about the moratorium. What 
a moratorium means, in particular in this case, it forbids, it's a law that forbids servicers of federally backed mortgages from initiating a judicial judicial or non-judicial in states where um, that's the way it's done. Here in South Carolina, we're a judicial foreclosure state. Um, In any event, it forbids those servicers of those loans from beginning any foreclosure process, from taking a foreclosure process that's already been started and moving it forward, um, or going ahead and executing on any type of foreclosure-related eviction or foreclosure sale. So those are the things that are forbidden. So basically, there's just a stop on any progress of foreclosing on your mortgage until December of 2020. Now, one thing that the moratorium does not apply to is the case of where the property is vacant or abandoned. So um, they do have the right to proceed on with foreclosure proceedings in that instance. Now, the second thing um, that is provided for in the CARES Act is something called a forbearance. Now, that is a temporary suspension of your um, requirement to make your full mortgage payment and your service or your mortgage service's right to enforce um, any delinquency that is happening with your mortgage, your failure to make the payments, in other words. Um, And so the CARES Act requires that servicers of these federally backed mortgage loans to grant forbearance requests from borrowers who are experiencing a financial hardship that is due directly or indirectly to the COVID-19 emergency. Now, keep in mind, this is mandatory, and they cannot require anything of you as the borrower other than you attesting that you have a financial hardship that is caused by the COVID-19 emergency. And this is the case regardless of whether, you know, what your delinquency status is um, at that time. So if you were already delinquent, that's fine. If you were current, that's fine. You still have the right to uh, demand that you get that forbearance of payment and that your payments are temporarily suspended. Now, a couple of things on that. Uh, During that time, they cannot charge you any fees, penalties, or interest uh, uh, that would have been charged if you were um, failing to make the payments without this moratorium. So they can't make any extra charges. Also, your credit report will continue to show the same status that it had before uh, the forbearance was granted. So if you were 60 days behind, that's what it's still going to show. If you were current when you got the forbearance, it's going to show um, that you're current. Now, um, a couple of more things regarding the forbearance. Um, you've got the foreclosure moratorium already. You can also request a forbearance um, so that 
you can perhaps get some kind of loss mitigation or other uh, modification of your loan that can continue on beyond December of 2020 when the uh, foreclosure moratorium is scheduled to come to an end. So you want to keep that in mind. Also, the Act does require that um, after your forbearance comes to an end, in other words, that first forbearance, which is typically going to be 180 days, um, it does require that your servicer grant another 180 days or an 180-day extension. And all you have to do uh, is request that. Now, also, if your situation changes and you're able to make your payments again, you can request that they terminate your forbearance and bring that to an end so that you can start making uh, payments again. Because keep in mind that just because there's a stop put on foreclosure doesn't mean that those payments go away. You're still going to owe that money. And um, that's the the next thing that I want to talk about. At the end of a forbearance, uh, as well as at the end of a moratorium, the principal, interest, and escrow payments um, that came due during that period of time are still an obligation that you have to pay. Um, Now, the CARES Act doesn't say anything about how those payments are to be made once the period of time comes to an end. In each of these programs that I mentioned at the beginning, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the VA, FHA, and USDA, um, each has issued their own guidance on how their servicers should proceed to handle those payments at the end of a forbearance. Now, in general, you're going to have the option to make a lump sum payment of all those amounts, which, you know, most people are not going to have that lump sum, the total of the payments available um, to pay. Um, Also, you can pay through a repayment plan that is going to add a portion of those missed payments to your regular monthly payment. And finally, just some other type of loan modification that maybe uh, reduces your payments but allows you to continue with uh, paying on your mortgage, but just with a lesser monthly amount. So they do have to uh, evaluate you for those other options. So this is great news um, that the mortgage moratorium uh, has been extended through December of 2020. Let me just go through some tips for you that the National Consumer Law Center uh, suggests. Um, They say that currently uh, the servicer call centers are just overwhelmed with the calls with people trying to apply for um, forbearances and so forth. So anything um, that you're going to try to do with your servicer, you probably should try to do it online with their account portal. When you're making the request, uh, whether it's by phone or by letter, um, you should state clearly that this is due to a COVID-19 
emergency. And of course, um, don't say that if it's not true. You want to find out how long your forbearance will last. If, um, again, you can get that extra 180 days, so really a total of 360 days for a forbearance. You want to find out how you're going to be required to make those payments at the end. If um, it's a lump sum, which will be impossible for most people, um, be be ready to request other arrangements, as I uh, just discussed. If you had an escrow account, um, you want to ask how those escrow items are going to be handled during this period of forbearance. If you don't have an escrow account, of course, you want to keep your insurance and taxes paid. So just uh, keep a check on those to make sure that they're getting paid by your servicer. And if you don't have an escrow account, make sure that you pay those yourself because that can cause other issues aside from your mortgage. If you don't, uh, let's see, if you believe that you have been improperly denied a forbearance or you have any other problems with your servicer, you can submit a complaint to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau or the CFPB. And that's at www.consumerfinance.gov. I hope this information has been helpful to you and wish you the best of luck with your mortgage situation. And again, you can find more helpful information uh, on this and other issues at the National Consumer Law Center. This has been Attorney Susan Ingalls. I am at Ingalls Angle on Twitter and on Instagram. It's Think Like a Lawyer Thursday. You come in here with a skull full of mush and you leave thinking like a lawyer. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.